0: good tactic if you were like a first baseman to just like be have like all these movie spoilers ready to go so when the runner gets on first you just be like hey man um you know Han dies
1: that would stop somebody cold right like in their tracks yeah I I, oh man
0: that was that one wouldn't wait that was that was a Christmas movie I think so it wouldn't have actually coincided with baseball season right Right, right, right
1: right right you need you need like to spoil the ending of like Ready Player One,
0: but yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like, okay, so it turns out the reason that Vin Diesel becomes a bad guy is because he has a kid.
1: No, like, what? That would be great for the catcher to do while the batter's in the box, right? Oh that, man, that, that's a very ham from Sandlot thing to do.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what level these mind games are on, but you got to get up there into those Marvel spoilers.
1: See, that's, and that's what's crazy to me. Like, the Cardinals drafted a quarterback who proceeded to say that the previous nine teams all made a mistake by not drafting him. And in today's day and age, that somehow is a controversial statement. And personally, I want my quarterback to talk that shit. If I'm you're like, a
0: first-round draft pick, you should feel that good about yourself.
1: You should. One hundred percent. You're absolutely right. You should feel that you should have been drafted before all the other quarterbacks. And especially when a quarterback was taken, you know, number one or number two and it wasn't you, then, yeah, absolutely. You should be saying that all of those other teams made a mistake. You know, Baker Mayfield, get out of here.
0: I mean, Rosen would have gone higher if he had been if he hadn't gotten hurt so much in college, which also... Was probably partly because of the not very good coaching that he had while he was there. True, I and think. I mean, I just be like, you know, going to Arizona State games and stuff like that. I got to see Rosen play quite a bit. So. I just
1: I love him. I I have too, and I think that it was a tremendous move. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's 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 the kind of mind games that I want. I want confidence. I want cockiness. I bring that. Bring all of that. I'm tired of this sterile uh, sporting environment that everybody has to be best friends and you know all of that. Bring back the 80s when sports were like mean and people hated each other.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know how to feel about anything now because of the complete and utter freak out that people had about the White House correspondence dinner. I don't really even want to talk about it very much but it's like why like why do we need to be why do we need so hard to pretend to be offended on other people's behalf
1: oh my god yeah
0: I, I think people Espec- feel like especially there's...
1: when mockery is the name of the game in that particular thing this would be like standing up during a roast and saying why are you guys being so mean to me yeah I mean she didn't pull back any punches but that kind of is what happens when you live the life that you live Donald Trump you know yeah. like when you when you live a wild life then you're going to give people plenty of ammunition to draw from and when you are president you're going to be at the highest point of criticism and when you have a chorus, White House correspondence <laughs> dinner you're going to have a comedian come in there and destroy you that's their job it's just amazing that it became a thing where even the press doesn't really want to take the side of the funny comedian that told funny jokes that had people dying. Like her set was amazing. Oh yeah. I want it on cassette tape just so that I know it lasts for all of time. That's, that's how badly I want to keep a, keep, you know, historical record of that and what happened. Um, but it, the controversy is stupid. And like you said, it's like so many things now people get so offended by everything, you know?
0: Well, it's, it's this idea that because somebody else is offended by something that doesn't offend me, I need to be equally offended somewhere else. I need to find some way to make myself offended just so I can, just so I can be on an equal footing as these other people who might have a legitimate thing to be offended about. And it's like, just let people be offended. It's okay. Right. It's like there's, and and it's, 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 you know, it's. Instead of trying to find a way to be offended, like try to understand why other people are offended.
1: Or if you're offended, just be offended and do whatever you feel like doing when it comes to that thing. If, if a TV show offends you, don't watch it. If some, you know, like, uh, like a perfect example of this for me person personally is Anthony Jesselnik, Right? Because oh, yeah. I, I love Anthony Jeselnik, or I did, until I watched his latest Netflix special, that I felt like he just went entirely too far, and I've brought it up once or twice because of the fact that I've I never thought I would be a person that was offended by something in a comedy special. I actually mock people that get offended by things in a comedy special. But I also don't go around telling other people how they don't how, how they shouldn't watch Anthony Jeselnik and, you know, that we should boycott him and all this other stuff. I just personally, eh, lost interest in him based on how offensive I felt some of his material was in his, his bit. But I don't need to convince other people, if they like him, that they're wrong or any of that. I don't even need to talk about it. I don't even want to be talking about it right now. But it's just a perfect example of this thing where... You know, if you, if you get offended or don't like something, cool, don't like it, don't buy it, don't spend your money on it, don't pay it attention, don't give it, don't give it a shine, don't talk about it and let other people know about it so that then they go check it out and like it. Just privately boycott it in your own way and go about your way. You don't need to get 50 people to also believe in your thing and start a whole campaign against something, you know? Unless it's truly so vile that it deserves that kind of attention. You know, I do like when street justice happens because enough people gather together and and decide to do something about someone's terrible behavior. I've seen that happen in the wrestling community. There was this girl that faked that she had cancer and raised all this money through a GoFundMe. And I saw Twitter come together like fucking CSI, man. They cracked the case. They put her on blast. That woman ended up in a courtroom because of strangers that she tried to manipulate on Twitter to give her money, finally wising up to her scheme because her stories weren't adding up and doing something about it. And that, that girl got her day in court, literally, because of it. So that kind of stuff, I don't matter. I don't mind. But when you want to boycott fucking Pepsi because they brought back Crystal Pepsi and you don't think they should have and you want to like start a Facebook group about it so that you can get as many people as you can to also boycott Pepsi, then I tend to might think that you're a fucking loser that doesn't have enough to do in your life. And I'm I'm
0: glad they brought that Crystal Pepsi. I needed to be able to reckon Crystal Pepsi with what my idea of Crystal Pepsi was.
1: Yeah, you needed a clear cut post-institute taste test of it so that you can judge it properly.
0: I needed I needed to go back and revisit Crystal Pepsi and I'm glad I didn't. And I think it 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 has helped me to move on. Because Crystal Pepsi, I I was crazy about that shit when I was a kid. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know why. It just it, it came along at the right time. Like I was I I, I don't know, like the, the the Van Halen song worked for me. I know that's a very uh A very weird issue for like, uh, for for probably for Van Halen, uh, because I don't think they wanted it in that commercial. But but Pepsi strong armed them
1: into it. You pay enough Um, money, uh, that anybody will do whatever they that you want them to. You know. I think it
0: wasn't even an issue of paying them enough money. It was them. It was them coming to Van Halen saying we're going to put your song in this commercial, and they're like, no, we're not going to let you put the song in the commercial. You can't pay us enough money. And Pepsi's like, well, if you don't let us put the song in the commercial we can legally have somebody produce a sound alike that is indistinguishable from your song Uh, and put it in the commercial and uh, they'll have to pay you like a nominal fee for recording the sound alike or whatever. But, but basically it's going to be your song in our commercial and Van Halen was just kind of backed into a corner and they're like, fine, whatever.
1: Wow. I was going to say, did they, did they take their their daughter's hostage or something? But no, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's more reasonable, I suppose. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, Crystal Pepsi was like magic, man. That shit was, it was like so, magic. Like, how, did it, how did it taste like
0: cola, but it didn't. It wasn't brown? But it was, it was, was just clear. totally
1: clear. Yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. That's the good old days when you didn't need a lot to impress you. You know, a hyper color shirt, Crystal Pepsi.
0: I, I sl- think I had Crystal Pepsi on my very first trip to Florida as well. Mm hmm. So, like, and you know, visiting Florida for the first time is pretty cool. I think we went to Disney World. Um, I've probably talked before about how I got to see Jodie Sweet and put her hands in the concrete. At,
1: you you uh, have, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that was a magic moment. That, that was like, is like a magic moment. Day.
1: Yeah. No kidding, man. No kidding.
0: Uh, Actually, I don't know if that was the same trip. That might have been a different trip. But, but yeah, I definitely remember drinking it in Florida. I remember seeing like a cool tree frog while I was drinking a Crystal Pepsi at like a hotel vending machine.
1: We're way off topic now. Oh yeah, we
0: haven't even come close to what the actual topic was.
1: No, I don't even, we were talking about people being offended by stuff, and I'm offended by how hot off topic we are.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: it's terrible, but I guess I should use this opportunity to briefly welcome in our listeners, and we know... That they're listeners, but they're also viewers. We know that. But I call them listeners sometimes, and then other times I call them viewers. So don't worry about it. But I'd like to welcome in our viewers to this week's episode of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks on the Internet. And believe it or not, Tim, we are all the way up to episode 28 of this, wow, this wild and crazy ride that you and I decided to take together. And I'm glad that I'm on this ride with you because it'd be lonely for me to be here eating snacks by myself and raiding them.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of sad.
1: It's sad.
0: Do you, do you ever go to a sit-down restaurant and get a table for one?
1: Oof. Uh, or or just
0: just belly up to the bar, eat at the bar. Maybe talk to the bartender if they're not too busy.
1: Well, I don't know if I told you about my baseball story, but uh, i i I've spent a number of years covering the diamondbacks, and you know i'm I'm not gonna say I haven't made friends in the press corps. you know i've I've made plenty of acquaintances and people that I tend to eat to with and and hang out with and you know discuss the game. but i I, I do find myself often not having anybody to eat with, like, you know, like the first day at school where you haven't made any friends yet. But it's been, like, five fucking years of that shit, right? So it's been so long now that I've determined that I enjoy eating by myself now, which is has kind of just happened naturally, you know? I I sit in the press box lounge, and they have a number of TVs on, all with different sports, and I realize that it's, like, the one time in my life that I get to sit down have a meal that I don't have to like finish in a determined amount of time because I have to be somewhere, or I have to be back at work, or I have somewhere else to go. I can just kinda of take my time and watch sports and just kind of relax, you know? It's it's my quiet time. And so now I find myself getting somewhat annoyed when someone wants to come over and sit with me. Even when it's somebody like my beautiful friend Kristen Keog from Fox or from NBC I should say now. Or, you know, any, any of my good friends, like my buddy Paul that got me this start in, you know, in sports. And I wouldn't even be a part of the steel cage if it wasn't for him and everything that we have done together. And yet sometimes he'll come in and I haven't seen him in months. And I still find myself getting annoyed because I know that my solitary dinner that I was enjoying is now going to be filled with wonderful conversation and banter. And I want none of it.
0: I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm still hung up on you getting annoyed that Kristen Keogh wants to come over and eat lunch with yeah, you. Kristen no. Keogh, he posts on Twitter this amazing photo of this hockey helmet filled with poutine that you can get at the Coyotes games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, She's and she's one of my favorite people. And so I just use that as an example. And I'm not getting annoyed by her. I find myself that I'm just this angry curmudgeon now who spent enough time by himself that now that's all that he wants to do is spend time by himself. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Once you, once you start with the lonely stuff, you know, it's it addicting quick.
0: It's interesting though, that you, that you say this because, you know, I worked, um, at a, at a major newspaper, um, on and off for about five years, um, with like a, a three year thing in between where I was working at like a different news website that was, that was a little different of a thing, but at the big newspaper, people did not go to lunch together that was just not a thing like everybody it was important to sort of project this image that like you it's not like you were too busy to go to lunch but you couldn't go to lunch because something might happen some news might break you know, you needed, it was, it was really important for you to be there all the time.
1: I'm familiar with what you're discussing because I've noticed that about my coworkers at KTAR, you know, because at Arizona sports, it's also part of KTAR and it's all, it's all sporting news. And then the other stuff is news news. And yeah, I noticed that they, they, they sit at their desk with their sandwich in hand, like waiting for something to happen. It's, it's nuts.
0: Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to admit that like, Hey, Somebody else could cover this for me while I go get lunch real quick. Nobody wants to admit that in a newsroom. I could see that. But I, I used to, I used to eventually—not a really strong arm—but but when uh, when Food Truck Friday was happening in downtown Phoenix, I could I could pry people away from work to come get food trucks with me every once in a while, and that was always really nice.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I never imagined I would be one of those people that liked eating by himself. And I still don't. Like, I don't really find myself going out to grab, you know, if if I'm without my wife and kid, I tend to go grab something fast food and come back to the house and eat it. But, you know, it's it's nice to at least have one place where I don't mind going and eating a meal by myself, you know especially because it's all you can eat. So I I don't really want to make a a pig out of myself in front of someone else. I want to do that in private so I can hide my shame and eat it wrapped in bacon. Yeah. But, you know, as lonely as that is, it is nothing in comparison to this week's snack, Tim.
0: Oh yeah. This week's snack, I, when, when I first saw this thing, I was very excited because I had just I had never seen it before, and I didn't know this was a thing. Even though it's it's making me flashback to this product that was around when I was a kid, which was a, um, I, I think it was made by Betty Crocker, and it was a Mickey Mouse cake that you would make in the microwave. Did you ever? Do you remember this thing?
1: Oh, I do. I absolutely do. Even I can't. In a mold.
0: I can't find evidence of it on the internet. It came in a plastic, yeah, Mickey Mouse shaped mold. Yes. That you would you would mix you would mix the cake mix together, microwave it for a second, and then like squeeze some Betty Crocker chocolate frosting onto it and have a fresh Mickey Mouse cake.
1: I recall this very strongly because I remember it was never as good as advertised. And I also remember that being a fat kid, I would never let it cool to the proper temperature that it should be <laughs> right. cool to. I was eating that shit at, fucking at a burning hot temperature and hating myself the whole time while eating it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not like a pizza where the mouth burns are always worth it. It, it was not worth the burns no, that you get. No,
1: no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like the brownies in a kid cuisine. Oh. Oh, my God. that you know, That also brought me back. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I do. But I don't even know why snacks like this week's snack get me so sad. It reminds me of, speaking of kid cuisines, it's like any kind of, it's any kind of like TV dinner that specifies very strongly that it's only for one person.
0: Yeah, there's no, I mean, you could, you could make two of these and you could, you could share it with uh, that special someone in your life. Sure.
1: As a matter of fact, that's that was my fir- my first encounter with this week's snack. Was my wife and I seeing it and thinking, "Oh, we could each have one of those." Yeah, you know, which now now I'm now I'm even more sad for the person that's eating this by themselves, because here here's me and my wife over here cuddling up, eating our snacks for one, but together, laughing and pointing at this lonely son of a bitch over here that's eating it all by himself.
0: Well, think, think about the curmudgeonly journalist right. who doesn't even take the time to go to Starbucks mm-hmm. but can go to the office lounge just long enough to microwave this and bring it back to his desk while he's waiting for some news to break.
1: Oh, I like that guy. That guy, that guy doesn't care about me and my wife being cuddled up over here because he's too busy with his stuff going on. This, this
0: is just one – his one indulgence during the day, like he he doesn't he drinks like a black coffee in the morning, right? No no frills, like toast, comes home and like opens. He comes home no and butter. has a Lacroix.
1: Yeah. Drinks, yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah totally. He, he buys
0: the the plain flavor of Lacroix. Oh,
1: who does that? This I guy don't know. does. I,
0: yeah, this 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 particular guy that I'm imagining this one character. This this isn't even a specific person that I ever worked with, but it's yeah. like I like because because he he we, we never met, we never introduced ourselves because right. he was he was too busy for me.
1: He gets, like, the uh, the sandwiches from, like, the, the the gas station, and then he doesn't even yeah. bother to put the mayonnaise and the mustard on it. He just eats it dry. He's one of those guys.
0: Yeah, the only one time he, he, he put the mustard on because he accidentally bit into the mustard pack right. on his first bite of sandwich.
1: Right. And he hated it because it was it's, so flavorful. What,
0: what is this? <laughs> Flavor?
1: This week's snack is for that guy. Because it is... Duncan Hines, perfect size for one strawberry shortcake. Perfect size for one strawberry shortcake. Perfect size for one one strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is an amazing revolutionary snack designed for you by yourself on a Friday night when you're binge-watching Silicon Valley on uh, HBO Go. That's what this is for. You know who I'm talking about. You. The guy that wanted a strawberry shortcake, but he doesn't want to go through all the trouble of making any kind of cake himself, so he's going to make it in a fucking coffee mug in the microwave. Yeah. Because that's how you make this thing. Who
0: wants to sit there with HBO Go and a a plate?
1: Oh,
0: come on. You can do it with a plate.
1: What are you gonna? What are you gonna frost a cake at nine o'clock at night? Get the fuck out of oh, here! I don't
0: have time for that?
1: Nobody it's has dark. time for that, right? And again, the shame. I don't want to turn on the lights and have my shame staring me in the face while I'm frosting a cake at nine o'clock at night. Oh man! And what? there's nothing.
0: There's nothing tastes more like shame than Betty Crocker chocolate frosting. That is the flavor of shame.
1: Oh, it really is. It really is, especially when you take a bite of it. By itself, just straight up spoonful of shame.
0: Oh man, you, you 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 squeeze it from a packet onto your microwavable Mickey Mouse cake, and at least you have some whimsy, you know, to, to take away from the shame. But the, oh man.
1: No, I feel wrong for attacking this snack, but I just can't get over the lonely factor here. It really makes me sad um, because they make us they make a point on the package to not only call it a perfect size for one. But then they underline the for one part. Like oh, as if they're they're purposefully try like this reminds me of a cruise that says for singles only. Like, yes, this is a cruise. No, you cannot Whoa. come on it if you're happily married or in a relationship.
0: But doesn't doesn't cruise for singles only, doesn't that apply that you're gonna be like hooking up with some different people
1: who says I don't want to be hooking up with different people, Tim. Oh, well, I just Cause I'm in a marriage. Come on. I Tim. know.
0: I know. Come I, on. I, I, I know this my way 2018, of 2018.
1: Exactly. You gotta be more fluid than that in your relationships. You gotta be able to, you know, be sexually free. And, uh,
0: yeah. you know, or whatever. at least, at least to the extent whereas like, uh, you know, celebrities, cruise people. Um, I don't know who else.
1: Yeah, they want me to go on a swingers cruise and those are gross yeah. you know those yeah. people they, they they have no class
0: Wait, speaking of, I'm trying to get you to go on a cruise I'm I trying know to get I trying to get my wife to come on the cruise and I want you to come too
1: I know I want to go I told my wife all about it she actually got pretty excited when I told her about some of the activities this has nothing to do with swinging or being on a singles cruise with our wives guys so get your minds out of the gutter
0: yeah no this is the uh, the, the annual Jonathan Colton cruise. Um, put together by musician Jonathan Colton, featuring everybody you like from the internet, all on one boat,
1: including our godfather Michael Ian Black.
0: Yeah, Michael Ian Black, who who we like to assume that he was pulling the strings of the institute. We we think. We think.
1: Or too.
0: or maybe maybe he just cashes the Come checks on. from the institute. I don't I don't know.
1: I'm pretty sure that the entire institute was actually a reality role playing thing put together by Michael Ian Black and the writers from the state I'm sure David Wayne had something to do with this whole thing but I don't know Mm. because you know the institute it chews you up it spits you out it it mind fucks you and then it fucks your mind again I don't even know what we're doing this anymore are we doing this are we doing are we gonna eat fucking sad strawberry shortcake out of a mug are we gonna do well, that? Let's say first
0: we first we book our cruise so we don't feel so bad about ourselves, and then we can eat the strawberry shortcake. I'm I'm holding the packet in my hand now and just like just contemplating it, just feeling the weight of it on my life.
1: Right. Uh, right. Right. The thought process of of you know being by yourself and making that like you would a cup of tea or a hot chocolate. Yeah. it's a cake.
0: Now like now the idea of making a cup of tea sounds sad. Why does everything seem so sad?
1: Everything is so sad because That's the, you know, it's the way, it's the way it is until you're the person doing it. Like, it's always sad from the outside. It reminds me, again, speaking of eating by ourselves, it reminds me of a supervisor I used to work with who used to love to go to, like, a diner down the street from the cellular slash paging place where we used to work. Yes, pagers. I used to hook up pagers for a living at one point in my life. Um... And he used to sit at the counter and read his newspaper and eat his lunch. And my mom used to work with us. My mom is a very talkative Puerto Rican lady who will proceed to not let you get a word in edgewise during an entire hour conversation. So my my mom would sometimes invite herself along to go to lunch with my supervisor. And he hated it. He hated it so much. And I understand why. I hated it, but it was my mom. And I understand him hating it because it's just some lady he works with that won't stop talking. But then one day I went to lunch with him and I could just, I just got the gist of what he was about. So I simply asked for the sport page and we spent 45 minutes not saying a single word to each other. And after that lunch, while we were getting back in his truck, he looked at me and goes, Hey kid, that was a great lunch. And I knew why it's because wow. he didn't want to talk to anybody. He was so but he couldn't he probably didn't even know why. He was just like, wow, that son of a bitch just sat there and read the newspaper the whole time. It's a good guy. I like him. Meanwhile, he had no idea. I was dying inside. I wanted to talk the whole time. I am a talkative person. Yeah, what's
0: impressive to me is that you pulled it off because it's it's very hard to go from one extreme to the other. And I think what one thing that like everybody sharing all their feelings on Twitter is helping us understand is that some people really want to be introverted or, or like they just naturally are that way and, and want to kind of just, just be in their own bubble a lot of the time and that we need to respect that. But, you know, my mom is the same way where she, you know, she cannot stand a moment of silence in any social situation. And that has very much imprinted on me. It's weird to be in a room full of people or, or, or even in a small group of people where, where nobody's talking.
1: Oh, that drives me nuts. That drives me nuts, man. That's why we do this podcast. Simply so you and I have an hour to just talk and talk and talk and not have anybody criticize us for talking too much.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, because my house is so quiet right now. Everybody's like trying to go to bed or something. And ah, I, yeah. like,
1: it started an hour ago for me. I go nuts. Yeah. Like now's, you know. when, now's when I have shit to say. That's right. Now's, now's when I have snacks to read
0: yeah it's I, I can't come up with anything good to say when I'm you know when it would be appropriate to talk
1: now That's getting, okay let's go, get getting let's, back to the snack I, I I like that there's four packets in here that makes me feel less lonely yeah and even though this is four one I mean it's also saying like hey maybe you have three friends maybe they're yeah. all over on the same night maybe you want to impress them by making everybody a tiny cake in a mug I don't know. Well,
0: I don't know. Should, should we go? Should this. we go cook this? Should we? Should we go? This oh, is gonna God. take.
1: We got a lot of cook. We got shit to do, man.
0: It's gonna we take got... one minute and ten seconds. Cooking yep. times may vary by microwave. We
1: gotta find a mug first and get three tablespoons of water. There's measuring and shit involved. All right, guys, we yeah we're gonna need a song break on this. And...
0: Oh yeah, it's, it, and don't forget, don't uh, don't use like a regular eight ounce mug. It's gotta be like a nine to twelve ounce mug. They say. Oh shit. Yeah, you need you need a bigger than average mug. Peru. can be as bad as one it's the loneliest number since the number one up. I'm just laughing at the way that you busted into the room. Yeah.
1: I was excited.
0: I was so quiet for a while. I'm like, is Derek okay? Is, there, yeah. is he there?
1: And all of a sudden, wham! Yeah. All right. I went ahead and followed their tip on the packaging that said, why not add a scoop of vanilla ice cream to the top? I did that shit. What? You yeah. You didn't tell me this. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just got to do this shit on the fly.
0: I have a scoop of plain vanilla ice cream. I mean, that's going to change the whole character of the thing. Should I do it? I think I have some. I probably would if I were you. I well, okay. I'll be right back. All right.
1: idea
0: to the one in it. Well, we, we've just taken this snack from like journalism archetype to uh, romantic comedy cliche with the ice cream scoop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know we did. Uh, I am unapologetic about that. Oh, man. Yeah, it became a complete meal with the ice cream scoop.
0: I'm not going to bust out the meal theory on you right now. No, don't. We've come so far.
1: I yeah. know. Um, I'm eating the cake by itself, and I really like it.
0: I was worried I was going to mess it up. I put the wrong amount of water to start. I think I stirred too much. They said stir with a spoon. I stirred with a fork. Mm. I was doing everything wrong for a while. This is a snack that's impossible to fuck up, and wouldn't you know it, I, it came out fine.
1: My initial thoughts on it was it seemed undone. Like, I didn't know if I should wait for it to cool or if it needed to be in for longer.
0: Well, they said cool for two minutes.
1: Right. And I mean, it solidified up some, but it's still pretty moist. But I like that. I think that's why you don't need, like, frosting for it.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. You know. The package seems to indicate that there's maybe like little little white chips in there or something.
1: Yeah.
0: I haven't felt any yet, but they might just be melted.
1: Right. Well the other the other tip, the other pro tip on the package besides adding the vanilla ice cream, was mm-hmm. to uh, throw some chocolate chips in there. Oh man. I gotta leave it to Duncan Hines. They know how to they know how to zhuzh it up, you know?
0: Yeah. Although, chocolate chips aren't really in the spirit of a strawberry shortcake.
1: Oh, no, not at all. Not at all.
0: and And I pretty much will put chocolate chips on anything.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll pair vanilla ice cream with anything. you tell me it's okay? Oh, yeah. I'm on it. Um... One thing that this reminds me of is how much I enjoy eating food out of a mug. Like, all bowls that we eat out of should have a mug handle off to the side. Why am I standing around eating my cereal with my hand on the bottom of the bowl, warming my milk, and colding my hand, when I could have a mug handle off to the side of my cereal bowl?
0: Do you ever sit down to eat cereal? Because I do not.
1: That's a, that's a good question, Tim. Wow, at home, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, where work, else do you eat cereal? Oh, I have a substantial supply of cereal at work. I keep it in my cube. I eat it several times throughout the day. I have a gallon of milk in the work refrigerator. Uh, cereal is a big part of my diet. I took. I started a best- eating
0: a lot of a lot of meals standing up. Because when my wife and I lived together in Michigan, we didn't bother having a dining room table because our place was so small. We had like, the, there was like a little counter that came out like a bar that we could sit at stools at and sit down and eat a meal if we wanted to. But a lot of times we would just either eat at TV trays or for breakfast and stuff like that. When you weren't going to have time to watch a show, you just eat standing up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's how we should eat probably as animals. Or squatting. Yeah. One or the other.
0: But yeah, where, where are the cereal mugs? I mean, your, your regular coffee mug is not a good form factor for cereal, but this is a good form factor for cake.
1: I have a Diamondbacks beer stein that I'm using that basically is a mug. It's perfect for all of these types of scenarios, even eating cereal out of. But I want a bowl. Like, how has that not been a thing that I've ever seen? A bowl with a handle off to the side of it
0: bowl with a handle
1: that seems like something i should have seen by now i mean i see bowls with straws attached to them to oh, drink yeah, that, your that's
0: milk. a problem that's a problem it didn't need solving
1: right no
0: kidding anybody who wanted to drink that milk n- nothing stopped them
1: nobody no and if you put a handle on the side like i'm saying that's a giant that's a giant coffee cup you don't need the straw anymore yeah. you just tip it back with the mug handle drink your milk have a good day
0: Or I should I should say something about the actual snack before I finish it here, <laughs> because I'm like at the bottom of it now.
1: I'm completely done with mine, Tim. I it's it's the, it's the kind of snack you eat while chatting.
0: Yeah. Wait felt, a minute.
1: I felt like it should have been colder out. Like I should have warmed my hands over the top of it while I was while I was talking. Wait, yeah. You, you said wait a minute. Wait, what? What happened? What? Well, it, it,
0: it's it's like you said. We sat down with this thing, and and all of a sudden, it made us so chatty. This is supposed to be a, a, a lonely man's snack.
1: You're right. You're right. It brought it brought the
0: or or, or, or
1: It brought the discussion out of us. It 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 warmed us up. Made us feel good. Um, yeah. I'm thinking differently of this now. It's changed my opinion about it. I still feel like the. Like, the snack for one part doesn't need to necessarily be underlined on the box. I feel like that's sending a wrong message. Especially considering that there's just not one package of this in the box. If I opened up this box, the same size, and all that was inside was one package, holy shit, that would have sent such a message. You know? Like, a box that's entirely too big for the one package that's in there... Just making you feel that much sadder and lonelier about your position in life?
0: I once bought a breakfast-type thing that was uh, from from the makers of Kodiak Cakes, the pancakes that I think we've talked about liking so much. And it's it's basically this, except for it comes in its own cup, and you just add water, stir it up, and throw the whole damn thing in the microwave. And it's sort of like one cup of pancake.
1: How does it stack up?
0: This is better. Wow, that wasn't very that wasn't very good actually. It yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah, it's a, a, pancakes are are shaped like a pancake for a reason.
1: They really are. They can't be thick. No, no. I mean, they can be they can be thick, but not
0: like not like the thickness of a mug.
1: Yeah, like I was impressed with when I looked inside of this how the how my tiny cake that I made looked like a tiny cake. It yeah. rose, it rose like it should. You know, the good folks at Duncan Hines gave me plenty of advice. They said use milk, maybe instead of water. I did that. It was delicious.
0: See, I just use water.
1: Yeah. See, you you're sitting there with the instructions in front of your face, and you're not in you're not taking in one piece of advice of the pro tips.
0: No. anyway, what have we learned about snacking? We're putting our breakfast bacon jerky in the microwave. Sausage jerky. Breakfast, not jerky. Sausages. The little mini yeah, sausages. Yeah,
1: the breakfast yeah. sausages.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they, they put these tips on here for a reason.
1: They really do. I, what they're trying the to tell person... you is, is you could eat this the way that it comes, but, I mean, if you're not fucking camping and cooking this over a campfire, then maybe throw some chocolate chips in there and use milk like a civilized human being. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy those tips, and I follow them, and I appreciate them. The ice cream, that was a win. That was a win. I feel yeah, like that was I excelled because of that. And it's going to totally impact my rating. But shouldn't it? Shouldn't it? If the folks at Duncan Hines are smart enough to put this particular advice on the package and then I follow it and I enjoy the product more... Then it, I feel like it should impact the rating.
0: Yeah, that's fine as long as it's a suggestion that you know that that makes sense in the context of preparing the snack for yourself. If it's something that's completely out of left field, you know, like, um, I, uh, what, what are some serving suggestions that are just absurdly stupid?
1: Some serving suggestions that are absurdly yeah. stupid.
0: Well. Like how how all the healthy cereals show people eating them with a bunch of fresh fruit on top. It's like nobody's, you don't have time sure. to cut strawberries in the morning.
1: Or even that. That's a bullshit game that cereals play. If you yeah. pay attention, like the sugary cereals will just lower the serving size compared to what all the other cereals use. Like all the other cereals use like a cup. And like, you know, frosted flakes with marshmallows will tell you, you know, your serving size is a half a cup. Like just be honest with us, man. Look, yeah, it's four hundred calories. We get it. It's fine. Yeah, it's
0: it's like Ben and Jerry's needs to put the nutrition information that you're going to eat the whole pint in one sitting. You're not going to eat one quarter of the pint.
1: Now, here's something interesting. I'm not sure if you knew this about Duncan Hines himself, but the actual guy, Duncan Hines, uh, he existed, and he actually was a pioneer of restaurant ratings for travelers. What? Yes. Yes. He's the granddaddy of the snack game rating, my friend. He is the grandfather of the per system. He was picking, eating, and rating snacks when you and I couldn't even hope to exist before our grandparents even existed.
0: What was this? Yeah, when was he alive? I have to look look this up now.
1: He was alive from uh, March, 19, uh, 1880 to, to March of 1959. Uh, but yeah. Duncan,
0: Duncan Hines, Hines, food yeah. food critic.
1: Food critic. Yeah. Yeah. The guy knew what he was doing. The guy knew what he was doing.
0: From, from Bowling Green, Kentucky know what? Um, huh. Yep. Work, worked for Wells Fargo.
1: Crazy how this is all cyclical.
0: But then how did he...
1: How did he have time to create Duncan Hines? Because eventually he started making bread. What's crazy is, is he didn't really start onto the whole Duncan Hines thing until about seven years before his death. So it just comes to show wow. you that sometimes your best to offer is, is at the end. But God bless Duncan Hines, and God bless the fact that his company is now owned by Pinnacle Foods and not Mondelez International.
0: Wait, wait. Oh, not Mondelez International? No, no,
1: no. Nope. That's Basi- good. Basically, the company that was Vlasic is now Pinnacle Foods and they own a bunch of stuff. But they're, you know, they're not an international drug cartel that is also dabbles in human trafficking like Mondelēz International. So they're good folks. And I yeah. like this Oh, Mondelēz
0: catching some heat, catching some heat for the the Cadbury chocolates in Britain.
1: Oh, don't even talk to me about that. This is what happens when an international conglomerate takes over your chocolate and they try to bury it. Did you know they tried to acquire uh, Hershey? And they only wanted to acquire it just to terminate Hershey's chocolate from the earth. That's all they wanted to do. They just – they don't want our children growing up in a world knowing what real chocolate tastes like, Tim. Man, that's weird. It really is. But the
0: the weird other side of the coin is that um, people who are anti-American chocolate always point to Hershey's as being the bad stuff. Like the reason that, that we don't get chocolate like Europe gets chocolate.
1: Hershey's is pure, innocent, and wholesome in this whole game. And the fact that they turned down down Mondelez International, why? Why would they do that? Mondelez International, they probably offered them a billion dollars, Tim. A billion dollars. And they turned them down. Why? Because they know that the chocolate can't die. There is an entire town in Pennsylvania based around Hershey.
0: Hold on. I'm going to see look at the, of the valuation of, of, of Hershey right now. Um, I have no idea how to figure this out. I don't know how to read a stock ticker.
1: Yeah, don't, don't. No, that's not, because that's not where your expertise is. Uh, mar-
0: market cap, 19.28 billion. Hershey's worth more than a billion dollars.
1: Oh, yeah. Billions and billions of dollars.
0: Yeah.
1: You got Mondelez International Worldwide right. over here trying to buy them. And they ain't having none of it because they have integrity and they know. And I'm ready to rate this snack because I don't even like bringing up Mondelez International because next thing you know, they'll be sending Danny Schlag more fucking job offers in a weird game that they're playing to try to get to my loved ones and the people around me in my life. They're going to, they're going to offer Lily a scholarship. Like Jared said, one of these days, I know it's going to happen. She's gonna, wow. She's gonna come home at eighteen and be like, "Daddy, I talked to this executive and he offered me a job, and I'm gonna find out it's Mondelēz, and we're gonna have to go on the lamb."
0: Um, I'm still waiting for them to offer to sponsor our podcast, and then we just exclusively eat Oreos. Or that? That they just they just buy us out <laughs> completely, I, and I'm... we.
1: I'm ready to sell out too, Tim. Yeah. I really
0: am. yeah. So. That's that's the thing like, if, but but that's 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 the one thing they won't do. They won't they won't make the obvious move. They're going to just mess with us in really subtle ways.
1: Yeah, and no, that's fine. Like because we'll, like hiring
0: Danny Schlag.
1: Yeah, we'll continue to topple their empire, one one revealing uh, fact at a time. I'm on to you, yeah. Mondelez. This is it. You acquired my childhood. My snacking childhood, and you think you're going to get away with it? It's not happening, son. No. I'm ready to rate some Duncan Hines sad cakes.
0: I'm going I'm to say right now that it's better than the Mickey Mouse one.
1: Oh God, yes.
0: No, I mean I don't have I don't have the the same frame of reference that I have now with Crystal Pepsi being able to kind of close the book on that. Right. But.
1: But it's moist, it's delicious. Yeah. It has all the And you're not microwaving
0: it in a dubious plastic container that's probably leaching some harmful chemicals into your body.
1: Yeah. The fact that they specify that it needs to be a mug, they could be anything. I mean, I could have done this in a ramekin. I have the exact perfect size bowls to make small soufflés. This would have been perfect in that. But no, they didn't say that. They didn't say find yourself a tiny ramekin that's the perfect size. No, they said a mug. Because this they wanted mug. you, they wanted you to feel, you know, you know that comfy, cozy feeling that you can only get from someone wrapping a blanket around you and handing you a hot cup of cake and saying, yeah, "Everything's th- gonna be okay."
0: Do you feel nurtured? Do you feel now like like you're more confident in your ideas?
1: Tim, I'm sitting here still holding the mug in my hand with two hands, actually. Uh, like as if there's something still in it, like as if it's warming my hands, like as if I'm cold, like as if it's not 85 degrees in my house right now in Phoenix, Arizona in the, in the beginning parts of May. Uh, so yes, to answer your question, it, it, it definitely comforts me and it makes me feel cozy. And I, I think that that was an unexpected side effect of what I thought was going to be a very lonely, sad snack.
0: I've been sweating all day and I can't explain why this warmth feels so good.
1: It's it's it had all the smells of a fresh baked cake. It filled you up even though it was a very very tiny amount of food. I mean, I'd say it's less than a cupcake amount of food.
0: Yeah, I didn't look at the You, can wait, you get 3 300 calories in your cake. That's not a lot.
1: Not a it's, lot for a cake. It's not, but when you pair it with uh, vanilla ice cream, you can go ahead and double that up.
0: Uh, maybe depending on the size of your scoop and the, the creaminess of your ice cream.
1: Yeah. I spent a good three minutes sitting there waiting for the thing to, to, to cool, just eating ice cream out of the container. So, (laughs) you know, there you go. There's an unmeasurable amount of ice cream that I ate there, but the point being, I enjoyed the overall experience so much more than I expected to far more than I expected to so much so that I'm glad I have three more of these and I don't plan on sharing them with anybody in my house.
0: Yeah, that's maybe that's why it's for one. It's for those of us who you know what? Like I'm 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 tired of making pancakes for ungrateful children.
1: Yep. Yep. I'm starting to get it now. It's for one because it's for you, because god damn it, you're worth it. Yeah. And and it comes in a mug, so that way you can hide it from your family that's gonna wanna know what you're eating. But they don't care that yeah. you made yourself a cup of tea. Nobody no, cares there's... that you made yourself god. a cup of tea. Walk around with two hands on your mug a little spoon in it, blowing on it, gingerly <sighs> people won't know. And then you just nope. take little bites of cake. Oh. Be sitting there eating cake before dinner right in front of your wife. You
0: could do this at the office too.
1: Yeah. Right in front of your coworkers. No, no, but it is
0: still your We we contextualized this in the entirely wrong way.
1: We really did. Like the more we talk about it, the higher my rating goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: this, this cake is just, it, 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 eating it awakened us to the possibilities of what it can do. And that's a, that's really something.
1: It's so versatile, too. Like I said earlier, if you're in your kitchen, you have a vast array of things that you can do to, to make it better, to accompany it. You know, a little bit of ice cream, a little bit of maybe yeah. like white chocolate chips with the strawberry shortcake. Maybe you have some fresh strawberry. Maybe you slice up a single strawberry and just throw a little strawberry yeah. bits on top. With the ice cream. You could, do,
0: you could do like a little swirl of ready whip, like an actual strawberry shortcake on there if right. you wanted.
1: Or if you're stuck in the office late at night and all you literally have is a sink and a microwave and a mug and a fucking package of this stuff, you're still having a good time. Yeah. I'm giving it an
0: 8.5. Dude, I'm right there with you.
1: 8.5. 8.5. Well deserved, Duncan Hines. God bless you. And God bless the fact that you were a pioneer in our field, sir. That's
0: right.
1: Tim, I will see you next week.
0: I'll see you next week.
1: Hey. Yeah. Fuck Nazis. Fuck
0: Nazis.